0: everyone welcome everyone i wish i could see this right now i switched up the background on my ig live where you can like put photos as your back like a photo as your background i'm gonna have fun with this switching up the background every time rather than seeing my bookshelf for those of y'all have not followed me on instagram that listen to the podcast yes go to chew the bible it's at chew the bible on instagram that's usually what I'm most active on. I don't really fool Facebook, really. And so, welcome to Denny, I'll butcher that. Welcome, welcome. Uh, so, I just had somebody come in live on the show. So, yeah, that background that I got going on, that's actually a picture I took today while I was making my deliveries. It's, uh, it's a sunset. Oh, she, she went away, I think, because I said her name wrong. Um. But anyway, uh, she probably got offended, but yeah, it's a sunset that I took. I love taking sunsets. I love taking sunsets, sunset pics, and uh yeah, I love the sunsets are one of my most sunsets and rainbows do something to me. I, I don't know what it is. But anyway, uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it because this is gonna be a long episode. We what is uh. I'm trying to music down just a tad bit just a tad bit come on there we go nice nice all right once again it is officially March the 16th it's your good friend Aaron Yancey your host uh, of this lovely podcast called Chew the Bible hmm, should we pray first yes yeah, pray we should probably should pray because I got some interesting things we want to talk about so, dear Heavenly Father, I'm going to need some help, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for it. Even though it was cloudy, and then it got sunny, and then it got cloudy, and then it got sunny. It did it like three times. And then we had this beautiful, amazing sunset amongst the clouds. And as I was talking, I had a good friend. A good friend. Uh, you know who you are. I'll shout you out. I can say your name. Jim. You know who you are. Jim. Hello, Jim. I hope you're listening. Hope you hear this episode. I'm going to play this clip for you just so you know I shouted you out on the podcast. But anyway, I was talking to her and she was just talking about how nature just does something for her. It um, it just brings her to tears and emotion. So emotional. She has to tell a guy like, why are you doing this to me? Like when she's on nature walks and she's out there in California. If you've ever been to California, California The beautiful thing about California is you don't even have to leave America. It's the entire world in one state. I know a lot of people dog out California. They all these things to say about, you know, the people and all that. But it's beautiful. It's amazing. Anyway, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your creation. We thank you, Lord, that we see you in every detail of creation. Help us to any way that we... Would just all of a sudden have these feelings that you're not there that you're not for us. I pray we just look around in your creation and be like clearly you are good. You are real. You are kind. You are amazing that we will look at you with all God that we will worship you guys the creator not we would not worship the creation. But we will worship you the God the, the creator of the creation. And I just thank you for bringing me home safely after all them deliveries today in that car for 12 hours grinding out. Thank you for all the people that tipped, And yeah, bless, bless this audience in the name of Jesus. Bless the people that are watching, watching this. They're going to watch this later. Bless all the people that are going to listen to this. And uh, I just look forward to just learning about uh, the bamboozle blessing by Isaac help the words to jump off the page and just really speak to our hearts in jesus mighty name i pray amen all right so i'm excited i'm excited today uh i took yesterday off from the podcast i was up late talking to a, i was gonna do a podcast yesterday an episode um uh, uh sundays i've been taking off from driving lately and uh I've been trying to recognize that more as like, you know, some people are really strict about the Sabbath and all that. Um, if you do that, don't like that's that's between you and God. Um, my grandma observed observed the Sabbath. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I personally believe that Jesus is my Sabbath. I won't go into all the it's crazy. Too. I was just reading this whole scripture in Jeremiah and it was talking about all these bad things that happened if you didn't observe the Sabbath. And so it got me rethinking this whole sabbath rest thing because i'm so always tempted to work on sunday i treat sunday more as my sabbath even though jesus is my sabbath so it's not so much about the day it's about a rest in him when he died on the cross anyway i'm not going to go into the details of sabbath i didn't mean to go in that that depth in depth but i am going to start treating sunday as a day of rest kind of like you know chick-fil-a is closed on sunday so it's hard sometimes it's like there's a lot of money to be made on sundays and on saturdays um anyway i think there is a blessing there when you do observe at least one day out of the week as a day of rest clearly god thought it was important to pick one day out of the week to rest um anyway where was i going with that yes i took yesterday off sunday off or now i can't say yesterday because yesterday is now monday because it's 12 53 in the morning wow it's crazy but I, i'm just working on a different schedule than everybody else but where was i what was i saying yeah so i took sunday off chilled did some reading was uh in my book club when did yeah i didn't actually go to church because church was closed but um did some reading slept in did some reading yeah uh and then, yeah, later on in the night, I talked to a friend and we were talking for a while, actually a few hours. And um, yes, that's why I didn't do a podcast episode yesterday. I was kind of distracted. You know who you are as well, young friend. Uh, I don't wanna say your name on here, but <laughs> uh, I got to, you know, I can't say. Yeah, I can say. Yeah, my friend Rissa. Yeah, I'll say your name, Rissa. I was talking there for a minute and we had some great conversation. Great conversation I don't know if I'll bring it up in this episode, but down the line it may it's gonna it's gonna be brought up so let's see here real quick a couple other things a few other things oh yes, I was gonna give a quick shout out as promised to the states the states that people are listening to this podcast and I'm always shocked when there's people other than people from Missouri that are listening, so we got the top listeners actually from Missouri. Then next, we got New Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Whoever you are, shout out to Texas. Shout out to Illinois. What else we got in here? Shout out to Kentucky. Shout out to Ohio. California. Washington. Virginia. Oregon. Florida. Tennessee. Mississippi. New York. Oh, hold on a second. I don't know. Yeah, these people actually are listening in these states. Wow, it's crazy. Michigan. Michigan. New York, Georgia, Michigan, Utah, Colorado, South Carolina, Kansas, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Louisiana, and New Mexico. Eventually we're gonna hit all fifty. So we need to get I need to like let my mom know about this podcast so we can get Hawaii on there. Most of my listeners are ladies. Fifty eight percent of y'all are ladies. Thirty percent of y'all are fellas. And then the rest of y'all just don't um I want to specify what you, uh, who you are. So, and the highest—I'm just throwing out some stats. I just love stats. I love geeking out on stats. The highest group of listeners is from age range thirty, or age range of thirty-five to forty-four, and then it's the age uh, twenty-three to twenty-seven. And then the 60 plus, who are the 60 plus year olds that are listening to my podcast? Shout out to y'all. That's oh, That's like my dad's age. And then we got the 28 to 34 year olds and then the 45 to 59. So like basically people that are like my brother's generation, the generation X folks are the ones listening. Shout out to y'all. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Oh, so couple i'm started talking about some headlines a little bit uh just just a little bit i'm not gonna do this every episode most of the time i go right into the bible but i feel like i'm just gonna talk a little bit uh even though it's called chew the bible you know sometimes you gotta switch it up so um this might end up being an hour-long episode for real just give me a heads up Um, so I was listening to this one podcast. Sometimes I listen to every once I listen to ESPN podcast. The one, the the only one I really listen to is this guy. uh, It's called The Right Time by Bomani. Um, Bamani Jones. And I don't know, I've scaled back a lot of what I listen to. Um, I can't always listen to it. But I listen to every once I listen to it and just... They got some interesting things to talk about on his podcast, but um, at the end they have these headlines that they do. And did you know that the state of Florida has the highest pedestrian death rate out of any state? It's something crazy, like the number of like people that die in Florida from being hit by cars. Something about their roads is like like it's just like not conducive to pedestrians and most of those pedestrians are minorities it's wild what else oh yeah i gotta start being careful when i use the phrase like getting naked in front of y'all like when i say i got i'm gonna get naked in front of y'all and you know i'm mainly just saying being vulnerable because apparently in <clears throat> panda express is in hot water right now because in east la they did this whole like team building study like exercise where a young lady was re- like told to basically i don't know i gotta go back and read the article but told to like yeah strip down it's wild it's wild i gotta be careful what i say it might be kids listening to this but yeah look up just look up panda express panda express and uh lawsuit there we go lawsuit panda express pretty wild story so i'll say that also. i say i got to be very careful when i say the phrase getting neck in front of y'all now what I, what can i say i'm just gonna say i'm, I'm gonna get real with y'all for now until so, so i come up with something else so yeah i'm not getting real with with y'all moment i'll share right now is uh i try to have one of these every episode now just kind of adding different things to switch things up getting real with y'all your boy is struggling with this whole single life for real i like i'm getting antsy it's been going on two years single going on four years divorced because i had divorced in 2000 my former wife divorced me in 2018 no 2000 when did i divorce happen 2018 yeah 2018 so it's three years going on four years yeah it was like yeah okay that makes sense all right so i say that all to say i honestly don't know if i was built to be single like i'm struggling like lord praying every day i need your help it's not even so much the relations i'll just say yeah the sexual stuff design i am a man i do have desires It's not so much that. It's more like the desire for companionship, like a best friend. Like, when I'm out here making these deliveries, it's like somebody that I can talk to and also flirt with and just be... Like, I I would love to have a young lady. If there's a young lady that wants to just ride in the car with your boy, I'm taking taking applications. Because sometimes I'll be out making these deliveries, and I see these couples, right? And I'm so envious because they be these couples... The two kind couples I'm most envious of, and I'm 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 gonna I'm coming to a close here because I'm gonna go I'm gonna start actually start reading from the Bible, for those of y'all you know the Bible heads like when is this dude gonna get around to the Bible? The two couples I'm most envious of. I know you're not supposed to be envious. The Bible says not to covet. The two I'll say admire the two the two types of couples that I most admire, other than like those couples that have been together for years. That's a given for you know 50, over 50 plus years the 50, the people that have been married for 50 years that's just given. but the two biggest ones that i'll say the three three biggest the two other ones out of the three couples that i admire are one is the homeless couples that are like they're homeless together like they i shouldn't <laughs> laugh but there is something special about Homeless Love. My brother and I joke about we want to do a podcast or a vlog called Homeless Love. If y'all steal this, we're going to come after y'all. <laughs> but just uh, going around, interviewing homeless people. Like, that sounds horrible. Like, homeless couples. It's crazy. Something about seeing a homeless couple together. Like, they out there on the street together. There's something inspiring about that. Like, they're willing to be a couple and be homeless together. Like, there's something about that that just inspires me. Like, you will be with this dude, like the woman. Like, I really want to just interview the woman. Like, what is so special about this man that you're willing to be homeless with him? That's like a that's a higher level of love there. And there's probably somebody might be able to help me out with what's going on there when you see a couple together, and it's a guy and a woman and they're homeless together this other couple that i admire are these people that do these uber eats and door dashes and they just be like this one couple like they they literally that's what they did the dude told me like they do this 24 hours pretty much and one of them drives and the other one sleeps and then they like rotate it's wild but they there's something beautiful about it they're in the car together for all those hours is bonding not getting tired of each other somehow. Something special. All right, let's get right to it. All right, so we're in Genesis 27. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak that he could not see, he called his older son Esau and said to him, my son, and he answered, here I am. He said, look, I am am old and do not know the day of my death. So now take your hunt. I got to turn this down. This a little bit. There we go. Look, I'm old and do not know the day of my death. So now take your hunting gear, your quiver and your bow and go out in the field to hunt some game for me. Then make me a delicious meal that I love and bring it to me to eat so that I can bless you before I die. Verse 5. Now Rebecca was listening to what Isaac said to his son Esau. So while Esau went to the field to hunt some game to bring in, Rebecca said to her son Jacob, Listen, I heard your father talking with your brother Esau. He said, Bring me I gotta do the voice. I gotta do the lady voice. My one friend was cracking up. We go, listen, I heard your father talking with your brother Esau. He said, Bring me game. And make a delicious meal for me to eat so that I can bless you in the Lord's presence before I die. Now, my son, listen to me, and I and do what I tell you. Go to the flock and bring me two choice young goats, and I will make them into a delicious meal for your father, the kind he loves. Mm. Then take it to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before he dies. These women be scheming. I Let me be careful if I get in trouble Like I might end up losing all 58% of my women listeners After I say that um, Y'all, y'all, y'all uh, have grace and mercy for me Alright verse 11 I just like to have fun with it Alright Jacob answered Rebecca his mother Look my brother Esau is a hairy man But I am a man with smooth skin <laughs> Oh man Suppose my father touches me uh, this would have been me. I got smooth skin and soft hands. You can tell I don't do much manual labor. Though I am getting kind of some get calluses on my my hands from uh touching that steering wheel so often. I need to get some like driving gloves. Anyway. Alright, so verse 12. Suppose my father touches me. <laughs> Then I will be revealed to him as a deceiver and bring a curse rather than a blessing on myself. Oh, now you now you're concerned about being seen as a deceiver. You weren't really so concerned about that in uh, chapter 26, were you now? Um, Was it 26? No, I was 25 when uh, Esau sold his birthright to his brother. I guess he didn't see that as being deceiving. Alright, verse 13 His mother said to him Your curse would be on me, my son Ah, let me go back to the west Your curse would be on me, my son Just a baby and get Go get them for me Mm. Verse 14 So he went and got the goats And brought them to his mother And his mother made the delicious food His father loved I wonder what this dish actually was That should be like a whole Segment that talks about like what people ate back then in the Bible. Like what what was like the signature dish? Like somebody should make a cookbook like based on like the Bible. Like yeah, some kind of goat. All these like goat meals or something like that. Give me all ideas. Here we go. Verse fifteen. Then Rebecca took the best clothes of her older. I know they got the uh the Joseph fast, but anyway. This be a little different. Verse 15. Then Rebecca took the best clothes of her older son Esau, which were in the house, and had her younger son Jacob wear them. She put the skins of the young goats on his hands and the smooth part of his neck. Then she handed the delicious food and the bread she had made to her, her son Jacob. When he came to his father, he said, My father. And he answered, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob replied to his father. I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Please sit up and eat some of my games so that you may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How did you ever find it so quickly, my son? He replied, Because the Lord your God made it happen for me. Mm. The lies, the lies. Verse 21, then... Isaac said to Jacob, please come closer so I can touch you, my son. Are you really my son, Esau, or not? I'm going to pause there. I'm going to read these notes down here. As Isaac anticipated his death, he decided to impart his blessing to Esau. Jacob may have already stolen the birth, birthright. I struggle with the, that word. I wanted to say birth. You know, I was going to say it. <laughs> Jacob may have already stolen the birthright. The physical inheritance, but Esau still had the chance to inherit his father's blessing, a blessing representing the umbrella of God's operation in the family line. Isaac mm. Isaac began the ritual, that's crazy, because in this double blessing book by Mark Batterson, Batterson that I was just reading, it was talking about it was talking about the talking about umbrellas. I'm not going to go into that whole tangent go read the book is good trust me you will be doubly triply quadruply blessed by going to get that book and i do not get any royalty payments any kickbacks from mr batterson for promoting his book maybe i'll shout him out or maybe i can work something out some kind of affiliate marketing deal all right so isaac began the ritual by calling esau to prepare a delicious meal Isaac preferred Esau's wild game and wanted him to hunt for an animal that they could share during the coming sacred time. And then it says Esau went to hunt while his mother called in Jacob. She hatched this plot. Jacob would go to the flock, pick out two goats, and mom would make them into a delicious meal for Isaac. It's interesting. These goats were not hunted goats. They were just goats they just already had in their flock. Then Isaac, whose eyes were weak, would be deceived and blessed Jacob rather than Esau. I mean, how blind was E was uh I'm sorry. I Between my two boys, I'm gonna know the difference between Aiden and Matthew. Their voices are very different. <laughs> I'm gonna know which one is which. So I don't know how he pulled this off. It's the voices that would have got me. I don't need to see. I mean, unless, you know, as they got older, their voices started to sound the same. Like, a lot of people say, my brother and I, our voices sound the same. Some people thought, yeah, on Clubhouse recently that we had the same, like, it was tripping them out because we sounded like the same person. Then Isaac, whose eyes were weak, would be deceived and bless Jacob rather than Esau. When Jacob objected, objected, Esau is a hairy man, but I have smooth skin. His mother said she would take the skins of the young goats and put them on Jacob's hands and the smooth part of his neck. Evidently Esau was so hairy that the feel and odor of a dead goat was a sufficient disguise. Mm, Interesting. And then one other note, it says I'm going to keep reading Then I'll read that note. All right. So it says then Isaac said, verse 21, then Isaac said to Jacob, please come closer so I can touch you, my son. Are you really my son Esau or not? So Jacob came closer to his father Isaac. When he touched him, he said, The voice is the voice of Jacob. Oh yeah, there we go. But the hands are the hands of Esau. But still, like... Still... You should be able to tell, homie. You should be able to tell Isaac. He did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like those of his brother. Like, Isaac must have been kind of senile or something like that. His brother Esau... So he blessed him. Again, he asked, Are you really my son Esau? And he replied, I am. While he lied twice. Verse 25 Then he said, Bring it closer to me and let me eat some of my son's game so that I can bless you. Jacob brought it closer to him and he ate. He brought him wine and he drank. All right, let me read these notes here. It says, The ruse almost didn't work because of Jacob's unique voice. Three times, yeah, actually asked him three times That's three lies Wow, one Let me make a note there One, lie number two And lie number three Wow, I just made the connection Like when Peter Peter lied three times When he said Remember when Jesus asked Peter three times Like, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter denied him three times Wow, fast forward this is yeah foreshadowing to there's so many connections in the Bible is wild to Jesus and Peter all right none nothing is an accident, nothing is a coincidence, so three times Isaac asked Jacob if he really was really Esau, and without hesitation, just like Peter without hesitation, denied Jesus three times without hesitation. Esau, I mean, Jacob lied. Jacob the deceiver assured him. Worse, Jacob even used God's name in vain. I didn't catch that. Explaining that he was able to find the goat quickly because God made it happen. Oh, I didn't even catch that. How did you find it so quickly? Because the Lord your God made it. Wow. Blasphemy. I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Alright. I can't even like... Once again, I put myself in these people's shoes and... I can't think... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I could see myself doing something like this. Most likely not now. Once again, that's the thing it would take the holy spirit to like avoid doing some of the things that people did in the bible back then we it's easy to look back on these folks and be like "Oh, i'll never do that mm, not me but you'd be shocked a lot of people in the, with presented with the same circumstances yeah mm. all right let's keep reading and then it says then he said bring it closer to me and let me eat some of my son's game. Right, I already read that. Verse 26. Then his father Isaac said to him, please come closer and kiss me, my son. Oh, yes. Yeah, like the kiss of Judas. Then look at that. I just make all these connections. They could be kind of far off. But the kiss of Judas when, Je- when Judas kissed Judas. I mean, Judas kissed Jesus. Wow. Please come closer and kiss me, my son. So he came closer and kissed him. When Isaac smelled his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Hmm. Verse 28. May God give to you from the dew of the sky, and from the richness of the land, an abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you and nations bow to worship to you. Be master over your relatives, may your mother's sons bow and worship to you. Those who curse you will be cursed, and those who bless you will be blessed. Verse thirty as soon as Isaac had finished blessing jacob and uh, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob and jake right, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob and Jacob had left the presence of his father Isaac, his brother Esau. Arrived from his hunting. Wow, the timing! Come on, Esau, you little, you day late, dollar short, homie. Um, like when I'm thinking about this, you know, in those movies, you know, in those movies where, especially the ones that you've, uh, you've, especially the ones that you've seen before, you've seen, you know, how the movie ends, how the outcome, and you like come on, man, like, you be talking to the screen, like, come on, like, come on, Esau, I I could just imagine, like, like, if this was a movie, I'd be like, Esau, come on, man, you gotta finish hunting, get them goats, come on, man, hurry up, Esau, get them goats, you gotta get there for your brother still's a blessing, you know, you know, he would talk to the screen, and (laughs) Esau (laughs) walks in right after, like, Jacob walks out, Jake, I could just imagine Jacob walking out, looking like with a grin, one of those mean grins on his face, looking at the uh looking at uh <laughs> Jacob looking at Esau as he walks out the room, like, I got your blessing. You don't even know it yet. You late, homie, you late. I just right, look at it. It says Isaac passed on to Jacob his most valuable possession, the blessing he had received from his father Abraham. May God give to you from the dew of the sky and from the richness of the land in abundance. In other words, heaven would rain down everything he needed to get the promises God fulfilled. I'm just going to say real quick. I have a. It's interesting. My mother-in-law prayed a bl- blessing like this over me before. And I feel like my dad has prayed some blessings like this over me. Um, it's wild that just the power of praying blessings over your kids. Like, it's important. Um. And I have this wild, cool connection with blood with rain. Some of the coolest moments I've ever had in my life were when rain was involved. Like I remember, I closed this. I'll never forget. There was a day I had this like loan when I was a banker. There was this business loan, and it was like it was an SBA loan, which just means just like twice as much paperwork that's involved in a conventional loan, right? And I had been working on this. No, this this i got to look i can't remember exactly how long it was but it was like several months long process from start to finish to finally get this loan closed and this lady almost like um this lawyer that I was doing the loan for she almost um to buy she was buying this office building and she was about to go over to our, one of our rival banks right to get her loan closed cuz she thought she didn't think we were moving diligently on getting it processed and Felt like it was kind of a challenge. It was like, no, this is how SBA loans work. They a lot of hoops you got to go through, and a lot of t's that got to be crossed, a lot of i's that got to be dotted. And so, anyway, when that loan finally got finished, I'll never forget that day because it was like pouring down rain, like, and I just like had this feeling, overwhelming feeling, like, and I got, I'm got like a pretty good size because we, you know, you work on, you get a base salary, but there's also these bonuses that you earn and you know incentives. So this was going to be a huge incentive in my bucket and make me look good as a banker, you know, up and coming business, small business banker, all that. Right. I was never forget. It was pouring down raining that day. And I just remember having this feeling. I just thought, like, God, like I just pointed at the sky, like this is all you God, and just being excited. So anyway, there's there's other times that kind of stuff has happened or about seeing rainbows in the sky. I remember really good at documenting that kind of stuff. But I'll never forget that day when I closed that business loan, and just it pouring down, raining, and just like the feeling of a blessing being rained down. Um, I I love when I have days like that. I. I, I and some this this is a crazy thing about life is a lot of times they came up in the conversation yesterday about in the book in the book club I'm in about the, the Mark Batterson book and about talking about uh, the double blessing. Is a lot of times what we define as a blessing. We we sometimes we don't even recognize the ways we are blessed. Like the fact that I've been able to walk like I'm like when they were talking about all those pedestrians that were killed in Florida, like them have the highest death rate pedestrians. I immediately thought when I was in California and I was under the influence of some stuff that I shouldn't have been taking and some sour candies or whatever. And I was like out there high as a kite, just walking, crossing all these streets and how easily I could have been hit by a car. And somehow the Lord protected me and I was out of my mind during that time. And, um, yeah, and this is that's kind of an extreme example. But just all the little... The fact that you woke up this morning. The fact that you have heat or uh, AC, depending on where you are, part of the world you're in. The fact that you have... You are not on a respirator. The fact that, yeah, you're COVID-free. You, like, you name me. Like, I can think of a million things to be thankful for. And how often will we thank the Lord when we wake up in the morning for all the little ways that he's blessed us? I think that's almost... One more thing I 'll say about that, I think that's what one of the biggest things that causes us to not receive a lot of blessings is because we not really don't have a thankful attitude like I'll never forget this this woman that I gave i um this on um, I just felt the Lord put it on my heart to give this young lady some money right and it was it was I'd say it's a twenty dollar bill right I felt the Lord told me give this woman a twenty dollar bill and like she kind of like her expression. I've given people $3, like, cat, like a $3 tip or whatever, you know, um, just out and about, like, you know, it's a go person. I gave them $3 and their reaction was way more great. Even I've given people just a dollar before with a little note saying, Jesus loves you. Their reaction is, was way bigger than the person that I gave $20 to. Like she almost acted like she might as well have just balled that $20 up and thrown it on the ground. Like, the way her reaction was, was like, not thank, like, and it was not even, it was barely, it was like, it was kind of like, thank you, and kept on moving. And I was like, and immediately, at first, I was gonna get frustrated. Like, I'm almost asking her for my $20 back. That shows you where your heart is, too, when you give. Like, it really, giving it exposes your heart. It's like, one of, that's why giving is like one of the ones, especially money, your time, too. I got stories about that but I won't go there but the first thing that that thought that dropped in my head where I this is one of the times where I feel really felt like i kind of heard the audible voice of the Lord in my head or whatever it doesn't happen too often but when it did it was like Aaron you do that to me every day like almost like that's your attitude about you know the way I give you know I bl- I've blessed you abundantly and I and I think about even my own kids I'll just say real quick um There's times where they're kids, they're kids. But like, even heard this from my mom. uh, uh, We're human, we're human, we're human. When a kid does not reciprocate or show that they're appreciative of when you give gifts, how, how, how likely are you to want to give them more when they don't even say thank you for the things you've already given them? Now God at the end of the day Reigns on the just the un- He does the unjust And he gives us all kind of blessings That we don't deserve But I think there's something to it Not that we you know, I think there's something to this whole Thanksgiving and adoration thing If we were to I'm going to do this more myself I-, I encourage everyone that's listening To start There's something I'm getting from this story Like okay there is just like The standard blessing from being a child of God, right? There's that. But I think there's like a whole nother level. This is my just speculation here. I'm going to try this out. This adore, not Not to get something. But just to see how things change in my life more. When I just thank the Lord. And adore him more. Just like, Lord, you are worthy. Lord, you are. And there's something about my ego too. That gets. Has to get out of the way. To even worship God. To like to thank him because sometimes it feels like sometimes it does feel kind of like like why am i doing this it feels sometimes it's that's sin that's our sin nature like the the old you um the unredeemed part of you um the old nature part that's still on to you like even when you walk into church and people are just like sitting there like we can barely get him to like raise their hands in church, like not to say we should be judging how people worship, but you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Because when he comes back, he's gonna say, He said, Every knee is gonna bow, every tongue confess that he is Lord, like people are gonna like fall to the ground, like people tremble when they're in the presence of the Lord, like when we go to church and we act like God is not even there, like it's crazy. So, anyway, I did not I mean, yeah, I did mean to go on that rant. So, let's finish this up, all right? So, verse 30. As soon as Isaac, where are we at on time? Okay, we have 40 minutes. All right, we good. I told y'all I was going to be like an hour. All right, so it said, uh, yeah, verse 30. As, I, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob and Jacob had left the presence of his father Isaac, his brother Esau arrived from hunting, his hunting. He had, also made, he had also made some delicious food and brought it to his father he said to his father, let my father get up and eat some of his son's game so that you may, be, may bless me. I don't like playing that song too often because has uh, all the background scene. All right, next one. All right, there we go. All right, my bad, y'all. But it's verse 32. But his father Isaac said to him, who are you? Good question, Isaac. He answered, I am Esau, your firstborn son. What do you mean, who I am I? Verse 33 Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably. Wow. This tells you how serious this whole blessing thing was. Wow. It's crazy that they had the power just to put their hand on you, say a prayer over you, and that changed the rest, the course of the rest of your life. Wow. All right. I'm gonna be praying. I'm gonna pray. To, I'm gonna pray this Abrahamic blessing over all of y'all and over myself at the end of this episode. So y'all want to keep listening? Don't miss your blessing. I know I'm no Isaac, but hey, I'm gonna follow this. Uh, I, I'm gonna follow it. My name means high priest. a Aaron, So I'm gonna carry out the high priest duties. Uh, yeah. Anyway verse 33 a- Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably uncontrollably who was it then <clears throat> who was it then he said who hunted game and brought it to me I ate it all before you came in and I blessed him indeed he will be blessed it'd be hilarious if it was just like some dude off the street that like went in there and it wasn't even like like what if like oh that would be a funny like little see I'm giving you all these ideas like what if there like somebody did a Nah, cuz you getting this could be blasphemous. But no, nah, it would be funny. Nah, could it be blasphemous to like cuz you're not supposed to alter the Bible. I don't know. Just do a funny skit like with children's church. It would be funny to do this in children's church like some other dude comes in before Jacob and steals the blessing from Jacob. And we get to see how Jacob feels about, you know, how salty Jacob is and then see how upset Rebecca gets like how dare you how you let some dude off the street come in and uh, you know, like it'd be some dude, some fox, you know, some dude in the bushes listening to uh, Rebecca and Isa and, and Jacob talking and about their plot, and then he goes in and steals the blessing before um, Jacob does. Like the deceiver gets deceived. That would be a funny skit. Um. Anyway, see, I'm giving y'all some wild ideas. All right, verse 33. So Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably. Who was it then? He said, "Who hunted game and brought it to me." I ate it all before you came in and I blessed him. Indeed, he will be blessed. Verse 34. When Esau heard his father's words, he cried out with a loud and bitter cry. And he said to his father, bless me too, my father. Sorry, homie, too late. Verse 35. But he replied, your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. Verse 36. So he said, isn't he rightly named Jacob? (laughs) or which means he grasped the heel. that's why that's what his name means he grasped the heel, the heel, for he has cheated me because remember y'all when we read before he uh in the womb he was grasping his brother uh they were twins anyway just got to catch y'all up just in case y'all forgot all right so uh let's see here he took my birthright and look now he has taken my blessing yep I'm going to need you to get up to speed here, Esau. Then he asked, haven't you saved a blessing for me? But Isaac answered Esau, look, I have made him a master over you, have given him all, his, all of his relatives as his servants and have sustained him with grain, excuse me, and new wine. What then can I do for you, my son? man. Man that'd be wild, like, it's like showing up, it's like showing up, nah, that's not a good example, I was gonna say it's like showing up to Popeyes at like, what time does Popeyes close, like 10 o'clock or 11, I think they close at 10, showing up at like 9.59 or 9.50, trying to think you're getting there right before they close, and they just out of everything, out of everything, out of, out of sand you were there to get a pie pie sandwich chicken sandwich and they just out of it anyway let me keep going because i digress verse 37 but isaac answered esau look i have made him a master of you i've given him all of his relatives as his servants and have sustained him with grain and new wine what then can i do for you my son verse 38 esau said to his father do you have only one blessing my father bless me too my father and esau wept loudly Man, I I, I want to see somebody reenact this scene. Somebody needs to do a movie on, these, on this story right here. They need to do chosen series on this. See, it says he lifted up his voice and wept. All right, verse 39. His father Isaac answered him, look, your dwelling place will be away from the richness of the land, away from the dew of the sky above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. But when you rebel, you will break his yoke from your neck. Mm. Wow. This is going to get real interesting as we go through the as we uh continue to read verse 41. Esau held a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him, and Esau determined in his heart, "The days of mourning for my father are approaching. Then I will kill my brother Jacob." Mm, where was? It? Sounds. Sounds sounds yeah. We're talking about Esau's anger. You guys. Sounds like uh, this is what happened with uh, uh, what is what is the name? I can't think of the names. I would say Cain and Abel getting late sorry y'all Cain and Abel all over again Cain got the blessing I mean Abel got the blessing and Cain was upset verse 42 when the words of her older son Esau were reported to Rebecca she summoned her younger son Jacob and said to him listen your brother Esau is consoling himself by planning to kill you Wow, so now my son, listen to me, flee at once to my brother Laban in Haran and stay with him for a few days until your brother's anger subsides, until your brother's rage turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send for you and bring you back from there. Why should I lose you both in one day? So Rebecca said to Isaac, I'm sick of my life because of these Hittite girls. If Jacob marries someone from around here, like these Hittite girls. What good is my life? Something about these Hittite girls. Alright, so that's the end. Something about that last paragraph, the verse 46, kind of seems out of place. Like she tells Jacob to go away, to run away from your brother, because he's gonna kill you. And then all of a sudden she just goes up to Isaac and just starts talking about, I'm sick of these Hittite girls and yeah, Jacob can't marry no Hittite girl. What about the whole conversation? Like Jacob being like, hey, did you know something about like where's the conversation like, hey Rebecca, did you know anything about today? Like this the strangest thing happened today. Um Jacob came in and came in here and just lied to me three times. You know, did you know anything about this? And she was like, Huh? What you talking about? What you talking about, Jacob? <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about, uh, Isaac? Where is that conversation? See? Anyway, all right, let me read these uh, these notes down here. And then there's like a, one more little section that I want to read that's really good. Um, and then we'll close it out in prayer. All right, so Esau's response to the events that happened in ab- his absence is simultaneously pitiful and tragic. He cried out with a bitter cry. This was a gut-wrenching wail from a man who realized that his entire future had been snatched away. Wow, you imagine? Could you imagine? Esau's insistence on receiving some blessing from his father mirrors the heart cry of so many in our society. Bless me too, my father. So many beg for their fathers to speak simple words of blessing into their lives. A simple word of blessing. Just a simple word, not words. Like a simple word. Yeah, I was just, I was praying that yesterday. I was, I was just in my room. and I was praying. I was like, I just thank the Lord, like, because I live with my father right now. And it's a whole nother story. But um, I was like, God, there's men out there who've never even seen their fathers. I can't even begin to understand what the pain is like. For those of y'all that have never even met your father and don't even know, like, I can quote scriptures, how God is the father to the fatherless and all those. And say, I empathize with you, but I really don't. I don't know what it's like to not like have a father, not have a father. But the weird thing is like, there are times as great as my father is, he does a lot of great things. He's done so much, but it's like, there's some kind of yearning in my heart where it's like, I wish he would do more and say more. And it's like, It's wild because some people, like, and I sometimes it's easy to look at other people's relationship with their father and be like, man, I wish I had a relationship like that. But I think even those fathers, the greatest father you could ever think of, still does not compare it to our father in heaven. I think God did that on purpose. I mean, it was never his design uh, for things to be that way, but there's still like this God sized hole that is in all of us ever since, and that's all because of the fall. And ever since then, there's this separation. And only God can fulfill that god size hole. No, you can have the greatest father in the world. I'm talking about, like, he takes you out, you know, buys you things, you know, gives you fatherly advice, helps you work on your car, you know, does all these things. Like, is able, somebody you can talk to about anything. Um, like, I think about Michael Jordan. He had this great relationship with his father, and it just, like, devastated him when his dad died. And you look at it, they're like, man, a lot of guys wish they had that relationship with their dad. Anyway, where's my going with this? Um, yes, just the blessing, the blessing that a father is to a son. And if you that the biggest thing is, like, if you don't have if you did not have a dad in your life, um, go be a father to somebody else, like take all that energy and that pain and let God restore your heart by being a father to your own kids and also being a father to um, to just yeah if you don't have kids like your nephew your niece or just like volunteer some boys and girls club adopt yeah just go go find some kids that need a father um I'm struggling with that myself like doing this long distance sometimes it hurts to even call my kids because it's like man I just want to hold them and hug them it's like, you know what, gotta lay all that down. And sometimes I'm like, I'll, sometimes I'll purposely not call my kids with no real talk. Like I say, I did that today. I was like, you know, I'm gonna see if my call, my kids call me tonight. And the call doesn't come. And it's just like, I'll never forget early on when this co-parenting thing was happening. before my former wife got remarried, sometimes I would actually talk to my ex-wife about stuff and, she, or she would tell me like one of the kids was acting up and I don't get those kind of reports now but anyway she like I need you to talk to your son kind of thing and I remember one time I said something she was like asking about like why I hadn't called in a while or something like that we got on some kind of conversation about that and I just like sometimes I'm looking for them to call me like and not always be one-sided and I feel like now I'm realizing I'm sure God feels that way sometimes too like I'm always the one reaching out. I'm always the one making an effort to, like, have a relationship with you. And you just act like I'm just, like, boo-boo the fool. And um, it's like, yeah, she, anyway, my former wife at the time, she just reminded me, like, hey, they're kids. Like, you got to give them grace. And that hurt. Because it's like, I remember when I was, like, my kid's superhero. Like, they loved them some daddy. And it's just, like, once the divorce happened, it kind of, like, things changed. And I gotta put myself in their shoes too. I'm sure it's hard for them too, doing this long distance stuff as well. They have emotions that they're kinda processing. They don't probably even fully know how to process. So yeah, I gotta give them grace. So this'll probably be the last night ever that I don't call my kids um and, you know, wait for them to call me. I was kinda just being in I was in one of my moods today. It was weird. But I'm just being, you know, being honest, being vulnerable with y'all, being one hundred. So all right. Where was, uh, let's wrap it up. The notes down here. So Esau received a prophetic word from his father, but it was far from a blessing. No wonder then that Esau held a grudge against Jacob plotting to kill him. What if Isaac had just kept his mouth shut and just let Esau figure out things on his own? Like, I don't know why he, had, he, he didn't have to say all that stuff about he'll be a yoke around your neck and all that. <laughs> like Isaac starting stuff, man. And I still don't get why Isaac didn't have the power to take the blessing back. Like once he said it like "All right, God." kind of like what was it? Is it does this happen here? or Was that before when old dude was about to put his hand? Who was it to bless the sun? And he's like, no, put it on this sun. That happened already? No, I think that's in a, one of the next stories. Yeah, that's in one of the later stories. I can't remember which story is that. Oh, my Bible scholars can help me. When old dude was about to put his hand on the one son and then his son was like, no, put it on this other son. I gotta look that up later. I'm sorry, it's late. I'm tired. My brain can't is is struggling right now. It's running on E. Alright, so uh Rebecca, here we go. Rebecca, ever the eavesdropper, found out about Esau's murderous intent. She decided Jacob should flee at once to her brother Laban, hiding out until Esau's rage cooled. She reasoned that Jacob would therefore be more inclined to marry someone from within their clan. Hmm. Let's run that back. Rebecca, ever the eavesdropper, found out about Esau's murderous intent. She decided Jacob should flee at once to her brother Laban, hiding out until Esau's rage cooled. She reasoned that Jacob would therefore be more inclined to marry someone from their within their clan. Hmm. So I kind of wonder if all along, I know Jake, if this like it wasn't just about the blessing. Like, once again, women be scheming sometimes. Ah, oh, see, I'm about to get I'm about to lose that 58%. But this was all part of some greater plan, too, because yeah, because I think, mean, yeah, Esau was married to Hittite women, I believe, or Canaanite women. And so, yeah, Rebecca was tired of them women. She didn't want, she, yeah, she wanted all along, this is part of some, could this have been part of some grand plan? Knowing that Esau would get upset and then she would have an excuse to tell Jacob to go live with her, um, with her brother Laban hmm anyway all right I'm going to read this last part and we'll close it out with prayer because we're approaching an hour parents blessing their children is a powerful biblical concept that is being rediscovered in our day the blessing was a key part of family life in the old testament the battle between jacob and esau in genesis 27 was over who would get their father isaac's blessing the blessing involved the father transferring the family inheritance to his son and telling him of the future god had for him To be blessed meant that a child's significance was recognized by his father. The blessing told the child that he was the future, that his father was counting on him. The best thing we fathers can do for our sons and daughters is to put our hands on them and bless them in the name of Jesus Christ. There is no way to measure the impact that your blessing can have on your children. Blessing is especially important because we parents are so quick to curse our kids. I don't mean that we use profanity on them. I'm talking about the kinds of discouraging comments that slip out of our mouths so quickly and easily. Yeah, you didn't do that right. Why don't you change this? How come you're not better at that? Oh, man, man, just look up Kirk Franklin and his son. I'm not going to go there. But yeah, this this is a wild story right now. Our kids hear how they fall short, but do they also hear us blessing them? It's so much easier to curse our kids and bless our kids. That scripture talks about like blessings and curses come out of the same mouth. Wow. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. All right. The difference between encouragement and praise is important. We praise our children a lot, but we don't always encourage them. Praise focuses on what the child has accomplished. But encouragement is not related to what people achieve. Yeah, it's unconditional. That's something I need to work on more as a father like this unconditionally encouraging my children not based on their achievements but i don't know i've gotten yeah i've gotten a lot better at that it is tied to who they are encouragement says i want to affirm you as my child you don't have to do anything spectacular i love you because of who you are i wonder how much different our kids be if they were receiving praises and encouragement like people make fun of our generation because like oh yeah you guys you know need you know Um, you're the generation that needs the, uh, the participation trophies and all that. And you need to be told how much special you are all the time. It's like, if y'all did it more without, you know, it'd be unsolicited. Just imagine how different some of these kids would be. Anyway, all right, I'm going to pray this blessing. Where is it? Here we go. May God give May God give to all of you From the dew of the sky And from the richness of the land May God give to you May God give to me, Aaron And to all of you listening The Chew the Bible podcast listeners From the dew of the sky And from the richness of the land An abundance of grain And new wine Or abundance of blessings Uh, Modern day versions of grain And new wine, Lord May people's all the people serve you people serve you in ways not just in the lording over type of serving i'm talking about just like people blessing you in ways that you didn't even like just having a heart to serve you and serve me not in a way yeah not in a prideful way but just like i'm blessed because people are willing to come up like strangers just come up to me and ask me how can they serve me my brother just recently went through that this young lady just reached out to him and was like, "Hey, is there anything I can get for you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I could use some art supplies." And she just bought my brother some art supplies. I was like, bro, I like, where are these women that you're finding that are just willing to like? And there's nothing, no type of dating relationship as far as I know. They just platonic friends, and she's just willing to buy my brother some art supplies. Lord, I need that kind of blessing in my and listeners need that type of blessing in their lives and they and then it reciprocates because then that then we're gonna go bless other people and it's gonna be this cycle of paying it forward and just blessing one another and just seeing how we can out bless one another like they did in the book of acts so i thank you lord right now may people serve me and serve um, the listeners here that, that love you and have a relationship and are following you, even those that don't know you, I pray that they would give their life over to you so that they can partake in this same blessing, Lord. And under, even under, have an understanding of this, of what I'm even praying right now, God, I pray that they'll commit their life to you, that you would enter their heart, that you would transform them, change them, make them a new creature. And then, and may nations bow and worship to, wow. I don't know about all that. It seems kind of, uh, it seems kind of it's hard to even because it's weird because people worship musicians and athletes so when i pray this is hard for me to say may nations bow and worship you listeners and me but when they do it i immediately will point to the lord and be like no worship the lord those that like it's all It's all the worship To bring honor and glory to you God I'm just struggling with even praying this out loud God I don't even know It's crazy But Ultimately this what's wild Is when you when, when Isaac prayed this blessing Over Jacob he, The bloodline of Jesus Christ You Jesus came from the seed of Jacob That's why you always say The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and so through Jacob, your seed came and you came to this earth through a descendant of Jacob, through Mary eventually. And yeah, Joseph and Mary and all that. So Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that you are worshiped. You are worshiped. You are worthy of worship, God. And that when people see us, when they see the listeners that are listening and they see me, that they would see you, Jesus, operate in me and they will. Not worship me, but they will worship you, Lord. That's how I pray that, because I feel uncomfortable saying the other thing. And and be master over your relatives. May your mother's sons bow and worship to you. I pray that they'll worship you, Lord, that many will bow and worship to you, God. We thank you for this blessing that Isaac prayed over his son, Jacob, because you came from that seed. You are an answer to that. This, this blessing prayer. And most of all, right here, this is my favorite part. May those who curse you be cursed. Lord, but have grace and mercy on those who curse me and curse the listeners. Have mercy on them, God. And may those who bless us be blessed. So those that bless me and bless our listeners be blessed, Lord. I just thank you, God. I hope, Lord, <laughs> I, I, didn't say any, I didn't overstep any bounds in saying that prayer. But in the name of Jesus, I just pray that what I just prayed, even over my children, I pray that same prayer for my children. May those that curse them be cursed, but with grace and mercy and may those who bless my children be blessed. Lord, Aiden Lee and Matthew Ava and even their mom and their their stepfather, just bless them. Bless my brother. Bless these listeners and um, bless my father. Bless my mother. Bless my whole Yancey family, everybody both sides. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I look forward to all that you've done. I, I thank you for all that you've done. I look forward to all that you're going to do. And um, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That was officially an hour and five minutes. God bless y'all. Talk to y'all later. Deuces.